1: going in raw is now a cast box original Castbox is the fastest growing highest rated podcast app on both ios and android where you can find all your favorite podcasts you can still listen to going in raw wherever you get your podcasts but we hope you'll give Castbox a shot we think it's the best
2: hey guys this is
1: charlotte and you're watching going in raw A up your girl sasha banks legit foster you're watching going in raw you like that, what's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time, and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in Smackdown Live. This <sighs> is the glorious one, Bobby
3: Roode, and you're watching Going in Raw.
1: Hey, Brendan, Steve here, and Larson, and welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you can be listening to right here, YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and notify bell on YouTube. They're desubscribing people en masse, Larson. Yeah, what the, what heck? the heck? What the heck? What right do they have, Larson? No right. R- censor- censorship, Larson. Well, right to free speech. Not any of that. First Amendment, yo. It's Not any of that. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, just look. If you want your notifications, make sure that you're notified that you're... Uh, Subscribe and, and hit the notification yeah, bell. That's what you were trying exactly. to say, right? Thank you very much. Right. We're on the road to a thousand comments on
3: Castbox. Oh yeah, we we had a, a pretty good jump last night when I checked. Whenever we, so here's the thing: you download this app called Castbox, yeah, for free
1: on iOS or, or Android. Use it to subscribe to Going In Raw. It's a fantastic oh, eight ninety. It's a fantastic podcast app. We have a partnership with them. Yes, we love them very much. And uh, and so and then you go into the comments here, and then you leave us a, a comment and then one of us or both of us will respond i'm going to read one here on the show yeah same here from jorge jorge v i love the name jorge i think it's great because you think it's george but no that j it's, it's an h yeah jorge says great podcast i listen to it every day at the gym so jorge is out there getting jacked yep getting his pump on he's gonna have
3: Expert vascularity, yes, and on top of Trump that, Champa levels of vascularity. On top of that, I'm going to give him a thanks, friendo, right now. This is a great comment right here from Jaden Glenn. Listen to you guys when I'm trying to sleep. Perfect Uh-oh. usage of going in raw. <laughs> thanks, friendo, to engage in perfect slumber. Yes, <laughs> exactly.
1: We're also available at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of wonderful rewards here. I had to reorder the the posters. So those are being shipped right now. Yeah. Uh, We got more. And I just sent out like 30 Friendo care packages from April. I have a couple more left from April that I need to send out. Um, I just got to grab the shirts, take them home and send them out. And then tomorrow I'll start working on those May ones. So hopefully by the end of this week. I'm not
3: winking. You said this isn't like I didn't get lemon in my eye like George Costanza. (laughs) You winked at me. I'm operating on one one contact today because something's going on with it. Oh, man. So I can see really well on my right eye. Yeah. I'm basically blind out of this left one so depending yeah. on what I'm looking at either I have to yeah or that
1: yeah oh no oh man we gotta get you some LASIK man I know we gotta get you look here's the thing go on the patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson give us money so we can get Larson some, some LASIK there you right. go I think well, we can, well, we gotta find like a back alley LASIK guy no yeah
3: that's one thing I'm, I'm not gonna I'm he'll not gonna... take a scalpel to your eye no
1: he'll take um, a magnifying glass put it to the sun, sun to your yeah, eye
3: yeah Cook an egg first and then my eye.
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh Therathabada here in our Patreon chat. Again, you can you can for five dollars a month you can check out uh this show, all the recaps that we do live, yeah. the same way we do on Monday and Friday, but just for the patrons. Uh Therathabada in our Facebook friendoverse group. It's a closed group that we have uh that Mikey Omega runs. Uh and uh Therathabada is an active member there. He's a good friend of ours. Of course, you've probably seen him on Matt Chat. He's running some sort of uh, raffle Ponzi scheme. Ponzi or Ponzi? Not sure. In I'm any sure. event, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up with him in handcuffs. I know it. But uh, anyways, if you make your way into the Friendoverse group, he's running a raffle for a ticket to All In. Yeah. We got ours in the mail today. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, but you can go to All In, too. All you got to do is sign up for the Friendoverse group on Facebook Get into the announcements
3: that say, "Hey, this is a raffle here," and then I guess put your name in in the
1: hat. I guess I honestly your don't. Know. I don't know how it
3: works. Thera'll be able to fill you in once you're into the the Friendoverse Just group. get into
1: the just go to Facebook, search Friendoverse. get in there. You got to answer a couple questions. You know, Thera was
3: talking about frito burritos. Yeah, I brought a lunch, but man, I'm tempted to go get a frito burrito for lunch. Uh,
1: I'm yeah, you should. Like we tied when it comes when it okay. came to the Dominion okay, things. Let's go
3: to Taco Bell for lunch and get free. Well, burritos.
1: I'm not going to have one. Why not? I, because my stomach has been, I'm not going to get into details here, but like, so I already use the, the, the office toilet mm. for, you know, the, today, no, oh. like one time for yeah. the dreaded numero dos. Yeah. Right. I don't really want to do it again. No, and, I understand and I feel that. like any I disturbance, that. I understand that. I feel like Taco Bell will add fuel to that particular fire. I understand that. Peanut butter it's and jelly thing. is back there. It's as safe as it gets. It's pretty safe. It's very safe. It's like getting airline food. That's the safest food there Ooh. is. Oh, you don't think
3: so? Well, it depends. I mean, if you're getting just like a bag of, of pretzels, yeah. But if you get one of the snack packs, when they sort of refrigerate a thing in it.
1: Oh, no. That, those are so pumped full of preservatives. It's the safest thing to eat. I've never had anything that like from an airplane that's disturbed my stomach. Well, I understand
3: stomach. that. But I'm just saying anytime you're, you're getting anything that's, that's perishable. Yeah. Or anything kind of like that. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, really? I don't consider that the safest, no.
1: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I always feel like that's like the, like it's the most boring, docile food Oh, you it's can boring. Have.
3: It's, probably, it's not difficult on the stomach whatsoever, but you yeah. deal with perishable items. You know, who knows how well they're stored. Oh, oh, I see
1: what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've never had a problem. I think that they freeze-dry those things.
3: Well, they can't That's do that. like NASA food. You can't man. do that with cheese, though. That's like NASA food. That's not, that's not what the cheese is, though. Yeah.
1: Anyways. Um... Let's talk about let's talk about Baron Corbin's head. Oh man,
3: that was incredible.
1: <laughs> oh man, so Raw was you. You said this in a nutshell, it's hit or miss. Raw was it was hit or miss, and I agree with that assessment exactly. The
3: first, the first <clears throat> uh, half hour, forty minutes of it were really good. I watched it in such a
1: wonky manner. Me too. So I watched the first hour live, and then when my dinner was ready. Um, we watched the Shield. So my second hour of Raw was actually the, the adventures, Shield. The not
3: not Seth Rollins, Dean no. Ambrose. No, not from the
1: This was the Adventures of Vic Mackey as a corrupt cop, right? Um, and and then I watched the third hour. Uh, no, I watched the next half hour of it. I'm sorry. The first half hour of the third hour, I watched live. Then I watched the last part of it. The, the oh second God. hour, I know it's a mess. I,
3: thought it, I mean, I, I got started late last night. I didn't start watching until nine. So watched like, till about eleven. And watched yeah. last hour this morning. It was all over the place, man. But it I was it's, all over the place. It, because here's the
1: thing: the first hour, there was there were some good things going on. Like I thought the the women's Fatal Four Way was good. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, that was That's a really fun match. That was really fun. So it kicked off. Here's here's the problem, dude. It kicked. I mean, the off. highlight
3: of the show was Baron Corbin with no hair. Yeah, for sure. It just Absolutely, me that I have to trim my own hair. Absolutely. Because um, f- he looked he looked pretty dapper with no hair and, and the button up with the vest and all that. Yeah, we're
1: gonna talk about him in a second. We can oh, just sorry. talk. We know we can talk about him now because he debuted that hair like immediately. Yeah, and
3: this, this first segment with all the money, the bank competitors, and the ladder really didn't go That's anywhere. That's terrible.
1: Like, dude, did, do they think these people are toys? It's as if they were advertising. I honestly thought this was like an ad for like a Money in the Bank playset. Oh yeah, because it's like, oh hey, let's let's put all our toys on these ladders. That was so dumb.
3: Apart from kind of a charming moment between uh, Braun Strowman and Alexa Bliss, and
1: Kevin Owens is everything. He should be top guy. Yeah, Kevin Owens. Every time he's on the mic, he's amazing. He he gets the best reactions. I I, I really hope that uh, a feud between him and Braun. Is something we get coming out of Money in the Bank
3: Oh, it seems like we are I think that'd be great It seems like we're getting Braun, Kevin Owens at the least And potentially Finn Balor, Bob Roode.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that could it be good seems like
3: the, they're laying the groundwork for that That's all good stuff Yeah, potentially very good stuff But although, like, just although, having
1: them hanging out on ladders It's it's so weak Didn't they
3: do something like that last year or the year before? Maybe it, it looked familiar I
1: Somebody, I forget who it was on Twitter And I apologize for not sourcing this person Said, could you imagine them ever even trying this in the Attitude Era? And I'm not, you know, I'm not like the guys saying, oh, everything's better in Attitude Era because it wasn't. No, but one of the points about, you know, one of the, the good things about the Attitude Era is that for for the most part, most of the characters at the top, you know, portion of the show, the main event level, had especially like Stone Cold. Had such a sense of urgency to it. Mm -hmm. Like, the shows did have a sense of urgency to them, for the most part. Yeah. At least the main event segments did. Like, Stone Cold never just be chilling on a ladder.
3: What's the kayfabe rationale for them just standing on ladders? Zero. There is none. Exactly.
1: There, There is none. Zero. Yeah It's like a set piece It's a weird
3: And it, it all just kind of The whole thing Kind of just was them Yelling at each other I'm gonna win No I'm gonna win Yeah No I'm gonna win Oh no, no, well, you know win. who's
1: gonna win The men's one Is gonna be my Mixed match challenge partner No my mixed challenge partner Is gonna, no, gonna win No my mixed match challenge partner's gonna win It was terrible If
3: I had to pick someone It would be Sasha That's what Finn said Yeah In the women's match
1: And Alexa was like You know Braun I mean, I mean, I mean Braun did that have That charming. cute little smile That was charming That's always funny Braun's great He does good with everything um, Anyways Kurt Angle comes out and uh, and then he brings out uh, Baron Corbin with no hair and looking very dapper. I know. I thought this was great. Um, it, it does. It does sort of make me curious though. Is this going to be? Is he going to have like a a, 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 a very non wrestling role for the foreseeable future? I hope not. M- yeah, me neither. I, but it kind of feels that way.
3: Yeah, no. And why they would? Because he's really improved as a wrestler. He's actually pretty fun. Hmm. Especially against, you know, really good opponents, but... Yeah. That could be said for a lot of people, but, you know, he moves really well for a guy his size. hmm Reasonably athletic. End, end of days is a fun move. Deep six is fun.
1: It's... It's... Isn't it weird how, like, Baron Corbin has already transitioned into, like, Kane on the verge of retirement?
3: Middle management.
1: Yeah, which is what you do, like, with a guy like Kurt Angle, like is Kane. Is corporate Corbin? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I don't know. I mean, did they say Constable last night? I think. Oh, I think in his lower third it said Constable. I think... <laughs> That's great. Anyways, there's also a, a fantastic WWE.com Fallout video. Um, no, not Fallout. wouldn't have been a Fallout. No, it been a WWE.com exclusive. Yeah, it's where they cut YouTube. his hair. Where they cut his hair. It was cute because he was kind of half in character, half out of character. Number one, I did not realize just how long his hair had gotten. Yeah. Um, and they cut it, and he was like, you know, is it enough there to, to donate? Can we donate it? And the lady said, yeah, I think so. So that was very charming. Yeah. So, you know, kayfabe, I guess he... He's got like kind of a heart, you know. No, out of Khabib, out of, well, because he was kind of in and out.
3: Well, that part seemed very much not, but yeah, later when he, they they cut all his hair off, when he it said, was all yeah, well, it's one less thing for people on Twitter to complain about. That is not a Baron Corbin impression. I know. <laughs> well, I try to do a shoot voice because it's different than his. Oh it's, yeah,
1: it's a little different. It's yeah. not
3: hey man. Hey,
1: it's one less thing for those nerds. It's one less thing because it seems a
3: little deeper. Twitter nerds. It's one to less thing for about. those Twitter nerds to complain about. My balding hairline.
1: Baldingness. They should have just, they should have gave him like a sip of like just not shaved it, just like cut it short, but kept the balding aspect well, of Mad it has
3: been trimmed. it, Yeah. Or Frasier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but he looked great. He
1: yeah. Looked, he looked yeah. fantastic. And, uh, and yeah, you can tell, like, you can tell he wasn't entirely, Comfortable with it at first,
3: but he wasn't completely self conscious. Or maybe that's just either. him. I think it's just him. In just him. I, th- I thought he came off like he was really comfortable. Like okay, he was good, totally cool with it. Now. All right,
1: all right. Maybe I'm He protecting. knew he looked good. Yeah. He. I think. I don't know. He. I think he was like, man. I don't want anybody to look at me right now. They're no, all going. They're all going to look at me. And Kevin Owens said something very nice. He oh, said, yeah. "I think your haircut looks great." Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, probably a shoot. Yeah, I think that was a shoot.
3: Anyways, that led to our first match of the night, the Fatal Four Way between the four uh, women who are going to be in the Women's Money in the Bank match mm-hmm. on Raw. So Natalia versus Sasha Banks versus mm-hmm. Ember Moon versus Alexa Bliss. Why did Alexa Bliss go to the back? Just come back out for the entrance when she was already in the ring. Um, they really like their entrances. WWE really likes their entrances. But this was, I don't get the motivation behind it. There is no motivation behind There's it. There's none. It, it, does, it took me out of the show. That's the first thing I saw when, when when Natalia, Sasha Banks, Ember in the ring. I was like, well, where's Alexa Bliss? And then her music hits and she walks from the back. Yeah, even though she was just in the ring.
1: They're trying to emulate uh, to the Two K series, maybe. They're trying to get closer to the Two K series, not the other way around. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That bothered me. I don't know why, but it bugged. Yeah, it's a bit of a bug. Uh, anyways, this was a really fun match. It was. It was really good. Yeah, no, it was. It was really good. Are we gonna? Are we supposed to get the same thing on SmackDown tonight? A couple I don't of know. Fatal Fourways. I don't know.
3: They've announced some matches. I can check real quick.
1: Uh, yeah, Natalia, Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, Alexa Bliss. Uh, especially oh. as, Now this this match Went on a ways It lasted like Three commercial breaks mm-hmm. um, Including like A picture in picture Commercial break For Money, Money in the, the bank. bank
3: And then like 30 seconds later They went to a real commercial really, break Yeah that was odd That bugged me too That
1: was annoying uh, But man Lots of stuff Ember Moon had like a suicide dive that, that destroyed
3: Sasha Felt like
1: she was going 30 miles an hour Too fast Yeah You know It's like she should be Going around 10 miles an hour And yeah. she went like 40 I mean it looks great Oh it looked fantastic She is fantastic Yeah
3: that That tornado suplex She did later on the match Was awesome too. Yeah that was good Here's what's announced For Smackdown On WWE.com Page to host Women's Money in the Bank Summit Mm-hmm. They'll do it in the, in the, in the uh, backstage around that conference table again, like the contract signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. Mm-hmm. And Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke Nakamura. That's it.
1: Okay. So, nothing about the money in the bank participants? No.
3: Okay. Oh, yeah. And almost versus to Car. Exactly. Ooh, that's going to be good. Yeah, that'll be great. I hope I, I heard they're gonna do. They should do that
1: for the pre-show as well for Money in the Bank, like a rematch for that one. Oh yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, Alexa Bliss after like a fantastic finish where everybody was getting their finishers off and everybody's getting mm-hmm. pulled off each other, um, Alexa Bliss tapped out to the sharpshooter. Natalia wins. I'm really bummed out. I didn't get my whiteboard. Oh. I kind of feel because we need to talk about like number one. Everybody, all the guys on Raw. No, Bobby Roode hasn't. What? Bobby Roode hasn't stood tall in the Money in the Bank lead-up. No, but I don't think that he is going to win.
3: No, I don't think anybody from Raw is going to win. Neither do a I. But the match. but
1: the number. But if you're if you're talking about who's standing tall, Kevin Owens. If anybody from Raw would win, it's going to be Kevin Agreed. Owens. Um,
3: I think it's going to be Miz or a member of New Day. That's what it feels like to me.
1: I feel like it's going to be Miz. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be Miz and Daniel Bryan. Uh, and Miz, because here's the thing, Miz works best when he has something approximating a title, the IC title, you know. And because he can't have that, and the U.S. title, I feel is below him. And for some reason, they're keeping on a guy who's injured right now. Um, that that briefcase, I think, makes yeah. all the sense yeah. in the world. He's the he's like talk about the opportunist no, like, guy. Well, he's like the perfect. He's the perfect Money in the Bank the guy. Same as Kevin Owens. Yeah. But I think that's going to go to SmackDown.
3: So then I guess you would think that someone from Raw would be winning the women's money in the big match. Yeah, maybe. And Natalia might have been a front runner considering her relationship with Ronda Rousey. Not now. But it doesn't seem like it now. No. Um, I would
1: think Alexa Bliss would be the front runner now for, for Raw.
3: Mm-hmm. I
1: think it'd be Alexa Bliss.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, because they, nev- they haven't really done an Alexa Bliss, Ronda Rousey thing. Mm-hmm. So that makes kind of sense. And I,
3: I, as much as I'd like it to be Ember Moon, I don't think they're going to do Ember holding that briefcase. If they think yeah, Raw is going to be champ for a while yeah, face-versus-face right thing. So it seems like it's going to be either Natalya or Bliss.
1: I think I think you're right about that. I think it's probably going to be... If it's going to be somebody on Raw, it's going to be Bliss. Although, man...
3: Well, we still have SmackDown. We, still, we have Raw. SmackDown. Before we do our predictions on Wednesday. Because how great would it
1: be if, if Becky Lynch won? Oh, that would be fantastic. Oscar wins the title. Oh, my God. Oscar wins the title. I already restarted my computer. Oscar wins the title against Carmella and then Becky Lynch and Charlotte come out to, to celebrate, or maybe just Becky Lynch comes out to celebrate bonks her over the head with that briefcase after winning and then cash in, wins the title. That'd be great.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I would really like that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But I don't know. I don't know either. No. Uh, anyways, next we had Finn Balor um, and Kevin Owens backstage. Kevin Owens walks up to Finn Balor with a bowl of olives. An olive branch. Well, it's the best he could find. He said.
1: Well, that's what he says. Yeah, He says, I know you like that stuff that's, you know, the high in protein stuff, yes. and yeah low in, yeah. And then uh, Finn's just like, what do you want? What's your deal? And Kevin Owens makes the case, we need to team up against Braun Strowman. I really like, look, I, I, I totally understand your point of view in terms of over the past couple weeks. What is Kevin Owens really getting out of any of his actions? What's his real motivation? Because it's been really murky. But he's try you can tell he's making the best out of what's oh, yeah. supposed to be him trying to he thinks he thinks Braun is the thing that's standing in his way. Yeah,
3: no, it made, it made perfect sense this week. Yeah. But you know, a couple weeks back when he got involved in the Finn Balor, Braun Sherman match it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Does yeah it doesn't matter yeah. if Braun picks up the win or if yeah. I, or been been Finn picks up the win. Yeah. Over Braun if that's his end game. Yeah. They just it's
1: been really clunky in getting to what they yeah. got to this week, which is Kevin thinks Braun Strowman <sighs> is standing in his way. Yeah. Um and so uh he uh you know, he says, Hey Finn, you know, we really need to and you know it, what he's saying makes sense. Oh yeah, totally. And Finn recognizes that it makes sense even though he really doesn't want to believe anything that comes out of Kevin Owen. Well, he Owens also mouth. doesn't trust Kevin Owens. Exactly. Uh after that we had Brizengo versus uh Dolph and Drew. Um this was a fairly quick match oh, yes. and a dominant performance once again from uh, Drew. That uh, what was it? A power bomb? Oh
3: yeah. Onto, onto that looked nasty. Onto Fondongo's back.
1: It was Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze got power bombed by Drew McIntyre onto uh, yeah Fondongo's Fandango, back. And It was rough. And because he, he was he was on all fours. Yeah, trying to get up. Trying to get up, and then he got power bombed. And I I'm assuming that it kind of looked like he power him. Like, not flush, yeah, sort of over here, yeah, yeah but still, that's a lot of force. Still, that looked nasty. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they need to be careful with that stuff, tranquilo. Assuming they're all professionals, they know what they're doing, yes, but still, I like that. I like to know that they're safe. They all need to wear, like, you know, protective gear, apparently. They all need to just strap themselves into pillows.
3: Oh, that's a great idea. It'd be the most comfortable wrestling possible,
1: exactly. Maybe I'd maybe I'd try to be a wrestler then. Uh, anyways, uh, they pick up the win, Drew and Dolph Ziggler with the zigzag Claymore thing.
3: Yeah. Then they drop a promo afterwards.
1: Really good promo. They said, uh, so I got, I mean, I know they've been, because uh, their thing was, you know, I know we got eliminated, but that's in the past. We move forward. We're going to dominate the tag team division now.
3: And Drew said, this is exhibit one, two, what they did to Breezango yeah. or exhibit A and B.
1: So, if they're going to keep them out of the actual title scene for a while, they need to put them in there with author, Authors of Pain mm-hmm. and have them go over Authors of Pain. Have them trade some weight. Come, they're not doing anything no, those, man. But people are still scared of them.
3: Yeah. So, here's what you do. Well, they won't be if, if Dolphin Drew beat them.
1: Trade some. Well, they're a quality team. Trade some wins. Well, trade on trade, on trade some wins and is,
3: losses. Based on what we've seen of them in NXT, but we haven't really seen them on Main. So people who don't watch NXT they have no idea that Authors of Pain is are a quality, quality team. Oh, I d- I disagree
1: with that completely. Because, you know, they're on Main Event and who doesn't watch that? People know, man. Come on. People know. They're savvy to who the Authors of Pain are. You bring the Authors of Pain out on Raw for a couple weeks. You have them do what they've been doing on Main Event, from what I hear. And have them squash a bunch of jobbers And people will get people who don't know who they are Will get the idea pretty quickly yeah, we'll I'm see. not saying Dolphin Drew should be squashing the others. Okay well you give me another scenario then Because who else really Could be challenging who Dolph and the Drew
3: uh, Raw's tag team division is, is weak Yeah and Authors of Pain Authors
1: Pain are not a weak I they, they kept like, them out of the I comedy feel like, scene
3: I, well, I feel like they kept them out of the scene entirely Because they They don't want them to be involved in the comedy stuff They also don't want to job them out
1: and I'm not suggesting they get jobbed out necessarily. I suggest that make them a really, really strong opponent for Dolphin Drew, but have that be something that Dolphin Drew can, can put in their belt. You, you, you need to, you, if you're going to be serious about this Dolphin Drew thing, and they need to be, then they need to get some quality wins against some quality opponents.
3: Authors of Pain. Well, so does, I guess my, my, my point is so does, so does Authors of Pain. and
1: They're done, man. They're done. They're done. It's, it's it's done it. yet. You can you, you get what you can out of them. Get what you and there's and there's no there is no look. Here's what you do. Dolphin Drew get the final word on that one. Authors of Pain go on to squash a couple more tag teams. There's plenty of squashable tag teams in Raw, here's and who, they can
3: play third here's, fiddle. Here, and I know, granted, they haven't been treated like real legitimate contenders. But here's who Dolphin Drew should get a prolonged feud against. Yeah. That's the revival because while the revival haven't been winning anything they've been in comedy matches but they're legitimate enough as a tag team if you let them go let out me there a- hold on minutes- a second let me ask you something who
1: do people feel are more legitimate as, as a threat authors of pain oh authors of revival? pain for sure yes. i
3: I feel like they're keeping authors of pain away from everything now because they don't want to make them look silly with comedy stuff and they don't want them to lose.
1: You got to stick your head out there at some point, man. Like, they have, I, to, they understand have to do that. something. I know, with them. though. I
3: think they will once they get past the through this B team, broken, mat brace stuff. Once they get past that, then I think they will. But. That's just the feeling I get. Is they're just trying to keep sort of like what they're doing with Sanity for different reasons. They're just keeping Matt away to let everything else play out, and then they'll introduce. Well,
1: them. I mean, yeah, but how long can you do that?
3: Well, I don't know. How long can like you? F- you'd think they could be on Raw every other week just to squash some people. Yeah. off of the pain that is.
1: There's plenty of people in the Raw tag division that they can be squashed. But, but I my guess point is, is, that is the main revival
3: main. is a good tag team? They can put on good matches. Yeah, sure. And if you take the same tact as you mentioned with Officer Payne, have the revival go in there and beat I don't know Slater and Rhino and a couple other teams over the course of three weeks and put on good matches like they're capable of doing. Granted, they haven't had many opportunities to do that on the main roster yet. Do that for two or three weeks, um, you know, and then introduce Dolphin Drew to that. Have them go on you know feud for a couple months. That could be really entertaining. They can put on some really good matches. It's probably it would benefit everybody involved. It's probably what I'd prefer to see. Yeah
1: maybe how big of a statement would it be though have dolphin drew beat authors of pain because people i i think they're you're right they want them to be big but they just have no idea what to do with a team that can get super one dimensional and i just feel like man i don't know they need to they need to if look if it's a hard fought thing between dolphin drew i kind of think that does more for the authors of pain than doing what they're doing just holding off on well, them. Well, yeah, because they're not doing anything now. Because they're not doing anything, exactly. So, I don't know. But, but I feel like
3: uh, there's got to be a reason for them not to be doing anything other than I wish, I yeah, I, I hope. No, I think, I think you're right. It's not a situation right. where it's like, oh, we brought them up, what are we going to do with them? I don't know.
1: No, that's exactly what it is. That's what it is. They don't know what to do with a one-dimensional team.
3: They have no idea what to do with them. They should have kept Paul Ellering around, and they wouldn't be so one-dimensional. You're right. I agree completely. Because he seemed cool sticking around. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be on the road with them, but he'd be at RAW. At some point, though, Authors
1: of Pain are going to need to come in contact with a team that is familiar. Oh, I know, I know, I know. know? I know. I because know. you've got you've got Dolphin Drew, and you got uh, the the champions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, no, I, 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 know, don't, I know, I, I know, know they do, do,
3: but they just I don't know. They're just not doing anything with Auth- Authors of Pain that is in any way remotely remotely interesting. But let me ask you something: Who's in
1: a better situation right now, Authors of Pain or the Revival? I mean, neither, neither situations are ideal, but it's got to no. be Authors of Pain. Because at least you're not in comedy segments. We've said it before, the Revival are buried right now. Authors of Pain kind of aren't because you're... It, well,
3: Authors of Pain are basically non-existent right now in the world of main roster. Whereas the Revival, is, there's least, a, there's they this, might be in crap comedy segments, but at least they're on TV somewhat.
1: They're a specter. The Authors of Pain are a specter that are waiting to come. I, I agree. I just, like, neither situations I No, they're both bad. They're both bad. I'm just saying, like... If you switch them up and Alters of Pain are involved in food fights, that'd be terrible. Oh, it would be. That'd be awful.
3: But I guess that that's a testament to the revival's versatility. They're not one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Because could you imagine Dolphin Drew? Here's, I, I guess
1: here's the thing. To make it interesting for the crowd, Dolphin Drew, you know, next week they take on, I guess, I don't know, The Ascension, right? Another comedy act, basically. And they squash them the way they squash Breezango, mm-hmm. okay? And then
3: you get Titus Worldwide.
1: And then you get Titus Worldwide. They go through them. And you get
3: uh, Slater and Rhino. Again,
1: well, you don't need to go that far. But let's say there's two more teams that they go through, right? Yeah, and then and people are like, okay, well, we, we know what they can do. Authors of pain come out, and then it's like, oh, playtime's over. Because here's the thing: they go through Brizango, they go through uh, 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 Titus Worldwide or Ascension, and then the Revival come out. The Revival have already been sort of grouped in with these other guys. Why does anybody think that the Revival would put on a you should put on a competitive match? I guess that's my thing. Why would anybody think the Revival would put on any more of a competitive match with Dolphin Drew than the Ascension, Breezango, or Heath Slater and, oh, I get and that Rhino? No, I get that no, point. No, but they, that's, they're grouped
3: that's, in already. WWE's failing in terms of booking a uh, compelling tag team. Yeah, but that's,
1: where, that, but that's where we are is my
3: point. But I don't know if. Yeah, if you have Authors of Pain come out and squash some people. I don't know. It's still not that compelling.
1: Well, Authors of Pain aren't that compelling. But people associate them, at least... Upon their arrival with Oh my god these
3: guys are, are, are bad dudes You know Yeah but then they disappear for, for five weeks And then no one is, is out of sight out of mind man
1: Yeah but it's not I'm looking at a comedy act And so if they well, come out then they, after I like being if gone If they put the
3: revival in, in, in three straight weeks Of good matches people will forget about the food fight They're not going to do that though Well they should
1: Well yeah this isn't Steven Larson but well, I don't though.
3: know if they're going to take Author's paint off main event anytime soon either Yeah and they should But I don't know if they're going to I just
1: think people would view that As a bigger threat than,
3: it, but I, than Yeah comedy But has. that would have to be down the line I feel like if you're talking Six months from now Yeah But if you're talking In three weeks They then. can't hold off on Authors of Pain for six months I'm not suggesting they not, not bring them back on TV Until six months I'm saying if you want to do Drew and Dolph versus Authors of Pain Give it, give it six months So each team can build themselves up uh, After that we had a Roman Reigns
1: interview um, Where he didn't really He just said yeah, What did he say?
3: I oh, don't know. No. It's not important. Big dog stuff. Yeah. I got a match This is a gender. point of raw where I was sending a Minoru Suzuki gift <laughs> to, to Ulysses. Uh,
1: man. Why is it the freaking UK is getting all the matches that I'd some, rather see at the Cow Palace? Some awesome matches. I'm happy that I'm not going to the Cow Pals now. And man, Ishii versus his, Suzuki? How's that not a main event anywhere? I know. I know. Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr. is going to be great. I know. Their first match was great. Walter... Walt, freaking Walter versus a, who's he taking on? I don't know. It's going to be good though. Yeah. Who's he taking on? It's a singles match, right? Yeah. It's a singles Why match. Why is it escaping me? It's Walter versus a, oh, wait, no. Was it Eugene? No. Yeah. Eugene Nagata? Yeah.
3: Oh man. I know. Past and present collide. I know. It's going to be a great, great couple of days of wrestling.
1: Uh, after that, we had what was supposed to be Jinder Mahal versus Roman Reigns. Jinder Mahal comes out and says, Roman Reigns, uh, I'm going to beat you up. And Roman Reigns comes down and he says, I'll fight
3: you now. And then Jinder Mahal says, hold on. And the challenge I issued wasn't Roman Reigns against me. Yeah. And he was alluding to uh, maybe the giant Kali mm-hmm. coming down the ring. But he said, or sorry, the great Kali. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, the great Sunil Singh.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
3: Uh, of course, that wasn't much of a match. Roman I thought it was going to be a
1: return of Sumir. Oh,
3: that'd been great. Because I've
1: seen him like he's been yeah, in a bunch of gym pictures. Yeah. He's been rehabbing. Yeah
3: that been great. If he comes out all jacked. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, of course, Roman wins. Superman punch spear. Uh, gender attacks Roman after the bell. He has a cloth, thus guaranteeing that he's going to lose at money in the bank. Yes. He's totally going to lose.
1: Yeah. That, the, the math, you know, there are certain times when the math just stacks up so oh, perfectly. It's, it's, I get,
3: it's Tokyo Pimp against Walter, I think. That's what someone in chat, Patrick Oliva says here in chat. It's Tokyo M- Pimp.
1: Um, maybe that's day one or day two. Oh, maybe. Because yeah, you told me that, but then I think I thought there was like a a Walter versus yeah, I think Walter versus Eugene God is on one of those days. Yeah, it could be. Um. So, anyways, uh, yeah, Roman wins f- super easy.
3: Yeah, yeah, Walter versus Nagata on one of them. Okay, one of cool. the cards, right on. But yeah, I thought it was. Uh...
1: And I love that they're bringing in UK dudes too. Oh, I know. Well, that's...
3: it's for Rev Pro. It's, they're doing. It they're Rev yeah, they're, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Uh, let's see here uh, Gender attacks Yeah, yeah, like you said The Colossus, et etc. et Roman's winning And it's gonna oh, be yeah. It's gonna be the quintessential Roman match No drama Nothing of interest Weak power moves <laughs> Supposed to be the muscle guy of the shield And didn't have any muscle moves really <laughs> Give him power bombs
3: I know Well, he does have a power bomb He has like the Razor's Edge power bomb He's deal.
1: being booked perfectly on Steven Larson Booker All
3: Yeah, man I am very, this, pet, we've been on a roll, man. Yeah, it's been some good shows. Of There's late. been some good shows. Our first installment of Money in the Bank that we streamed uh, yesterday was pretty solid. Oh man, it was super
1: solid. It was really good.
3: Doing some good character work there too. <laughs> are we going to,
1: hey, are we going to shave Baron?: We can't. 2K Games allow us to change the hair oh, yeah. on current superstars. If
3: we copy him and make him a custom character, can we do it then? No, you can't change the hair. That's a bummer. Uh, next, B-team versus Slater and Rhino. Um, Heath Slater had a shirt that said, Rhino made this for me. That yeah, it was, was all charming. clunky and stuff. That yeah, was nice. I know, it's
1: good. I like that.
3: Um, B-team pick up another win, pinning Slater after hitting their finisher.
1: Undefeated as the B-team, 3-0. Three, yeah. three is a 3-0? Yeah, something like Might that. Might be more in the house show circuit. I don't know.
3: Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, anyways, uh, Bray Wyatt and, Br- and Woken and Matt show up on the uh, Titantron, drop a promo. Yeah, it was a good says, performance. We're here. And then Matt and Bray teleport to the ramp. Yeah. Do more talking, Matt says. We're going to eat you mm-hmm. and delete you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, 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 I like that. I, I like that we got sort of a comedy act in the B team going up against sort of a couple of weird guys. Yeah. Um, take it to the compounds. Oh, of course. That, that's that'll make me happy. Yeah. I do. I do wish that Bray would at least make a subtle reference to Same the here. fact that he's flipping related to Bo Dallas because call everybody calling him
3: brother it. Bo or or just or yeah. I say that because it fits into the Matt Hardy thing. You yeah know?
1: yeah yeah yeah. Just make one
3: yeah some what's, reference. What's Bo Dallas's real name? Taylor, brother Taylor, brother Taylor, <laughs> or brother Michael. What's,
1: what's uh what's Bray's real name? What is it? Wyndham. Wyndham. Oh, Rotunda. that's right. It's two very '90s, early '90s wrestlers' name mashed together. <laughs> Wyndham. That's great.
3: Wyndham Lawrence Rotunda. What a great name, Wyndham.
1: How do you shorten that? What do you shorten that to?
3: Well, either wind or
1: ham. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's up, D-ham?
1: <laughs> oh, win. Come here, win. Winnie? I'm not sure a kid, a little boy would like Winnie.
3: Uh, next, Elias drops a promo to camera backstage saying that uh, he didn't know if he wanted to, to debut his new song. In a town like Little Rock,
1: man, I love Little Rock. Spent eighteen solid months there.
3: See that I know is, that
1: you know is true. Yeah, I can say that one. Yeah, because that actually happened. And then he's out there doing a promo, calls it a hillbilly state. He's this hillbilly town, a Little Rock. People didn't like that, but they no. quickly got back on board with him. Yeah, because he uh, he sang. I liked his little Seth Rollins jam. Yeah, it was good. That was that was a nice little song that he sang. He sang a little song about uh about Seth Rollins. <laughs> Elias showed off a... He bust out a custom guitar apparently given to him by John Mayer. Yeah, that's what he said. It had the Intercontinental Championship uh, airbrushed on as it. As well
3: as his name on it twice. It looked beautiful. It was a nice looking guitar. Seth Rollins comes out, um, comes to the ring, starts talking. Mm-hmm. Elias gets out of there and Seth starts teasing that he's going to stomp on the guitar. Yeah. Teases it, teases it, teases
1: it, it. And then does it. He does it. And then uh, Coachman makes a really weird Jay-Z reference. Yeah. I think because, like, everybody on Twitter was like, What is Coachman talking about? Well, he about? said,
3: he said, like, the guitar was a gift from a hip hop legend or something like that. That's what he said. So I could be completely
1: going well, out on I a thought limb he here. Said. But maybe he was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because there's a bit of a hop in the curb stomp. And so maybe he was tr- making a really awkward metaphor for that I don't know that's the only thing I can think of
3: yeah then someone said John I think Corey Graves said John Mayer he said John
1: Mayer is not a hip-hop artist and 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 Coachman said Jay-Z John Mayer same thing and then they just dropped it because it was like Coachman's so bad he's dude I'm sorry but when we've had Booker T and I know people out there some people don't like Booker T's commentary you and I think it's great oh he's primarily because both Michael Cole and Corey Graves get the biggest kick out of him. Even if you don't appreciate how random he can be, they get a kick out of him. Mm-hmm. And so I get a kick out of him. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Whereas it seems like when Coachman's random, it, 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 they don't know how it's to just respond. Awkward. Yeah. It's
1: like the nerdiest stuff. Yeah, He's not good. <laughs> so.
3: well, last night Michael Cole said something to him like, well, you know, you uh, he made some reference to ESPN. Coachman did. And then Cole says something like, well, you can't make up stuff here like you did there. <laughs>
1: I, I get the feeling they don't. It's not that they don't like him.
3: There's no that, chemistry there. There's no chemistry. There's no. Chemistry. That's <laughs> what it is. It's like he it doesn't fit in. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Whereas the chemistry between Cole and Graves and Booker T is outstanding. Oh man, it's great. You can just tell they genuinely like each other. It's like watching like, it hanging with hanging friends.
1: Out. Anyways, uh, then we had Bob Roode and Kevin Owens backstage. Kevin Owens was uh, trying to tell Bobby Roode. You know, now I'm more used to calling him Bob Roode thanks to you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say his his name is Bobby Roode. Bob Roode. Uh Kevin Owens trying to appeal to him that uh, they everybody needs to team up on Braun Strowman. Yeah. Bob Root is uh taking his words. You know, everybody understands the nightmare yeah, of Braun Strowman. Yeah, absolutely,
3: absolutely. Yeah. At the same time, people know that they necessarily shouldn't trust Kevin Owens. So then Bailey has a match versus Ruby Wright. As Bailey's what making. What the her heck entrance, was this? Why are they
1: just kinda like making a mess? They cut backstage to root Ru- they- Mmm. And they cut and they cut mm. that guy's tie off? I'm trying to be positive. I really am. But this latest gimmick of the riot squad, simply just making a mess wherever they go, is honestly the the stupidest piece of character development. Now we're here to just like ruin things just suddenly that's their thing now they just, they're just hadn't done it before two weeks just ago kind of
3: Misfits because they cut off the dude's tie. They're just kind of annoying people, yeah, and it just doesn't fit no. Like, what is the purpose behind like gently, uh, you know, taking stuff out of people's luggage yeah. or kind of gently tossing Flipping stuff over boxes aside or, or or cutting people's ties? What's the point? What is
1: the po- you know? what's, what's sad too. Is that Ruby Wright's putting on some decent matches? Yeah, and they're giving her wins, but I guess along with that, she saddled there, saddled with this gimmick of just being just sort of destructive. But, in but they're the, not really being destructive in the in the le- in the least effective way. Braun's destructive. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
3: Riot Squad is kind of annoying
1: Yeah dude I don't It's I don't know
3: man Like they make They make a mess And like when Braun destroys things Like oh god Mm -hmm. Yeah Scary Yeah They just make a mess And it's like Why do you have to do that Yeah Someone now has to Clean up your mess You're inconveniencing Somebody for what No reason It's a mild inconvenience Yeah Yeah Anyways Uh,
1: Decent match though Like I said She's been putting on Some good matches She wins with the Riot kick of course, you know, after a, a riot a, squad, yeah, yeah, a
3: bit of a distraction courtesy of riot squad, yeah. Um, next we had Ronda Rousey and Natalia backstage briefly in the lead up to the Ronda mm. Rousey Nia Jacks face to face,
1: mm-hmm, yeah. Then we get that it's moderated by coachmen, they're just sitting in chairs. This was one of those, this was one of those, uh, it's awkward and they just sit in chairs without tables. I know, I can't stand it. This is one of my, it's like they've taken like Ronda's, so Ronda's good at certain things, yeah. She's bad at certain things or not comfortable in certain. Mm -hmm. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. There are certain things she's just not comfortable in. Mm -hmm. And it's like they've decided to just go ahead and throw her into the deep end of that. Yeah. Put her in a chair and let her get by on, on her talk. And in fact, I actually thought that towards the tail end of this, when she was giving it some passion, after they had stood up, when, at what point did she start like screaming to the mic? That was towards the end. After she stood up, right before she took I that was decent. Off. Yeah, was I that was okay. Was that, that was good. I think she's doing she's doing what she can with what well, she's she doing.
3: started saying, you know, like people told me I couldn't, you know, be. Oh, I like that in the yeah. Olympics. Yeah, and, I like and that. when the title Of Strike Force and made event a UFC card. And now I'm in the Hall of Fame. That was all. She good She
1: didn't stumble. No, and you have to appreciate that because it was a fairly long, longish segment. Um, yeah kicking things off just sitting in leather chair in office chairs there's zero urgency right i right can't away. stand that i can't stand that
3: if you're gonna do that put tables in front of everybody yeah i know and if you're not gonna do tables and just have them stand up
1: yeah yeah because
3: it's that way you can block it you know interestingly so
1: like here i feel like it could have been like this kind of thing could have felt big they you want to give this a, if especially if it's going to main event especially if it's going to main event you want to give this a big fight feel right what did they do when Stone Cold faced off against Tyson? I always go back to that because it's perfect. They've surrounded him with people
3: oh, it's like, it was like on a, edge. It's almost like a weigh-in.
1: Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's
3: exactly right. Everybody, everybody had their, their, their entourage.
1: People yes. are ready to make sure these two don't kill each other first. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's what this should have like, been. Why not have Natalia come out with Ronda Rousey? Right, yeah You know
1: Yeah, she comes out With a rousey You get some security guards In there mm-hmm. Just get some security mm-hmm. guards mm-hmm. You know And that that would make That would Number one It would fill up your frame It would make it feel bigger Yeah Um. And don't get Coachman in there
3: No, put that's Corey Graves a, in that's there That's a bad idea Yeah,
1: put Corey Graves in there Or even uh, Michael Cole mm-hmm. Or a couple of them
3: Or even Renee Young
1: Yeah, there you go Oh, yeah, Renee you Young's go. really good Yeah, she's really good um, you give it a big fight feel Not just hanging out In office chairs Because it's, yeah. it's empty You want to clutter your frame yeah. With you know The potential well, for chaos Well there's nothing
3: dynamic Going on when yeah. you got people Sitting around in office chairs right. yeah and At least if they're standing You can block it it's an interesting situation So you, you can You can show off The power dynamic Based on what people Are standing in relation To each other in the ring Yeah you
1: don't want A casual conversation You, you, you don't want A casual com- conversation You want uh, What could Appear to be a powder keg Like this could yes, go off At exactly, any moment Exactly and the way, like it's, it's so. Lacey was hanging out with me in the living room while I, was, while I was watching this. And Lacey's always been a big Ronda Rousey fan. She hasn't really watched a lot of the wrestling stuff, but she's always been a big Ronda Rousey fan. And uh, and so she's sitting there watching this. And she was asking me. She was like, you know, do people usually pop for Ronda? I was like, I was like, they do. She doesn't get like a stone cold pop because they haven't given her a stone cold thing to do yet. No. But they like her. And uh, and then she's like, and then you know, five minutes into this thing, she says. This is kinda of cringy. They're just sitting in a chair. I'm like, I know. That's when it's that's when it's bad. It's like when when a cat when like somebody who, you know, Lacey, despite of the despite the fact that this is my job, she's not like super into wrestling mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like when it's on and it's entertaining, she'll watch it. She'll say, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. When it's cringy, she'll say, This is not good. Did she watch the Sami Zayn,
3: Bobby yeah. Lashley? And
1: when that happens, she said, Are don't they wrestle on this show? She literally said, she said, I thought this was a wrestling show. I'm like, I know.
3: I know, man. I know. So anyways. Um. Anyways, they, they they did start, you know, uh, fighting a little bit. Um, Naya tried to punch Rhonda. She caught the arm, tried to do armbar. bar. Mm-hmm. Naya headbutted her. Um, uh, eventually, Rhonda got uh, Naya in the uh, arm bar position trying to, you know, Naya did the locking of the hands mm-hmm, so yeah. she can extend the arm. Yeah. Uh, Ronda eventually did it. Nia tapped out immediately. But why did the bell ring?
1: <laughs> I didn't even notice that. That's hilarious.
3: Yeah, as soon as as Nia as, soon as <laughs> Naya tapped out, the bell rang once. what?
1: Why do they do that? that? Is not a match? Oh, I know. Oh, that's great.
3: That's so dumb. Oh, I
1: love that's hilarious. I'm but sitting there know. watching
3: it this morning like, why did they ring the bell? Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that didn't make any sense to me. No. It's funny, too, because the first five minutes of this, too, Lacey said, don't they give these guys scripts? And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of the problem. That's the issue, yeah. That's the issue, as opposed to just letting them be natural. And I said, here's the problem, is that they do script it. They probably give them their scripts ten minutes before they go out there,
3: mm-hmm.
1: or at most a couple hours, and even that's impressive that they're able to memorize all that crap. But it's like it's a lot of stuff to memorize.
3: You know? I know. So, And there's another problem with beyond having to memorize you know, three pages in the lines, five minutes before you go out. You don't get to work through the beats of the scene so yeah. you know when to introduce some ebb and flow into the emotion in your delivery. Yeah. So I, I kind of worry I mean like Naya did fine last night mm-hmm. with their delivery, but it was a bit too even. It's scripted.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's you're right. It's there's no there's no there's no peaks and valleys. No. It's all really even. They need somebody Yeah, they need like not
3: only do they have to, have, you know, give people their script like an hour ahead of time, but the mm-hmm. producer needs to go back there and say, okay, this is where you know, because add emphasis, yeah, emphasis, dial it back and the, get the, intense. The funny thing is, the funny thing is,
1: Naya was fairly one note through the entire thing. But I felt that Rhonda actually did a relatively job building to her mm-hmm. crescendo. Oh yeah, she there, did. You know, yeah, she said all the stuff that they said I couldn't do. They said they couldn't do. They said I couldn't do. Um, so I don't know. I thought she did decent with what she was given. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see here.
3: Next we had. There's a quick little. Oh wait a segment. second. Wait. Sorry,
1: not to cut you off. Uh, where does the math stand on that? That's is that going to be a cash in situation? I kind of feel like it is because Ronda totally stood tall, yeah, like very obviously, mm-hmm. which should mean
3: Nia retains. But I don't see Nia pinning Rhonda clean. That's I feel not like happen.
1: there's there's some chaos thrown in because of yeah. money in the bank. Yeah, so maybe Alexa will cash in or something.
3: Yeah. Um, next, following a brief uh, backstage segment between No Way Jose and Kurt Hawkins, we have that match. No Way Jose comes down in the ring. Cue up Kurt uh, Hawkins Titantron. No Curt Hawkins They do mm-hmm. twice And so the ref Starts doing a 10 count Count Curt Hawkins out Yeah But don't both competitors Have to be in the ring Before the bell even rings And the match starts Yeah
1: I sort of Like at that point When Nia Jax is tapping out And the bell rings You just sort of
3: Do yeah, away with the up. logic You Anyways, know So So uh, I think the ref Got to about four or five Curt Hawkins Attacks Noe Jose Apparently he was a member Of yeah. the conga line Which kayfabe How does No Jose Not realize that well, how does he
1: choose the conga line in the first place?
3: Yeah. Who's he Who's he recruiting? Is anybody hanging out backstage? Any old
1: person. Man, I guess so. Man, apparently Hawkins scouted that, knew that, got into yeah. disguise. Yeah, he's still
3: lost, though. <laughs> pop-up punch
1: <laughs> lost. I like that pop-up punch, though. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, he took the loss. I feel like this is leading to something. I, this is going to lead to a win at some point. Maybe summer Is he going to
3: beat No Way Jose? Oh, I hope so.
1: Because they, they're making a bigger deal about it now.
3: Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks now. He's been and TV. they showed
1: like I guess Sports Illustrated did some sort of mini article mm-hmm. on him or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and it was ESPN. Okay, I think go. this one Cole made that reference to ESPN or Coach somebody making stuff. Mm, up.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: Uh, next up, we had Finn Balor backstage talking to Bobby Roode. So they've each been talked to by Kevin Owens. They were discussing amongst themselves whether they should uh, go along with Kevin Owens' plan. Yeah.
1: And Bob Root says, you know, kind of has a point. Maybe the three of us should team up on Braun Strowman. Finn Balor says he says, I'll keep an eye on Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, and I'll
3: keep an eye on you. I've
1: got my eyes on you, pal. Got my eyes on you, Bob Root. Which is kind of out of nowhere. Like, shouldn't he trust him? He's a face. Face and face.
3: Well, it means every man for themselves, though. Uh, next, Sammy oh, Lane and Bobby God, Lashley.
1: Dude, I don't Okay, so I'm I'd never advocate the firing of anybody in any job well save for one big one uh but whoever is writing this that they they i mean or maybe it's vince i don't know maybe vince coming up with this crap but they need like some they need to go back to like they need to just like sort of a demotion or maybe maybe they need maybe they to start
3: writing for main event or something like they, that
1: yeah they need to shadow somebody that's doing good work on smackdown mm-hmm. look I'll freely admit I have no idea what the writing infrastructure is there. Nor do what I. What the hierarchy is. But somebody's doing good work on SmackDown and somebody's doing bad work on Raw. So you should take whoever's writing this, put them, have them shadow people on SmackDown. Or just at least have them run their ideas past whoever is doing good work on yes. SmackDown.
3: What did I tell you before we start? How they should have done this.
1: Oh yeah, have this feud center around Sami Zayn claiming he's a better athlete than Bobby Lashley. Because it's a goofy way of focusing on the in-ring competition aspect yep. of things. Yep. Because they've already they've already dropped the sisters thing. That one. Well,
3: no. Sammy referenced it. He named the he
1: named the walls. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, I'll put it this way: they didn't escalate the sisters oh, thing, no, and no. they totally could have. And I could have. I so would have seen that happening. Oh yeah. Then they brought out the actual. Instead, sisters. they escalated
3: the his uh, military and service and the
1: sisters beat up the real the guys who played the sisters That kind of crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they totally could have done that.
3: Yeah, yeah. Instead, you're right. Instead, so the, the yeah. Sami Zayn uh, challenged Bobby um, to a run through an obstacle course that he said was based on what the Green Berets do. Mm-hmm, yeah, he said the Green Berets get through this in like a minute or two minutes. Yeah, and the Bobby Lashley got through it in forty seven seconds.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that was funny. And then uh, Sami Zayn attacks. He gives takes, him a halluva he, kick. He takes a swing on the rope. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's bad. It's it not, is bad. It's not good. I don't know what the deal is with this. It's There's so no bad. heat to this feud it's whatsoever so because bad. It's been so nobody bad. cares. So
3: bad. Uh,
1: then we had uh, Finn, Bob Rude, and Kevin Owens backstage. Braun comes
3: up. And he's like, "I'll fight all three of you. One of the three. Why you. don't you triple threat on me? Triple threat on me. Why don't you all team up against me and get these hands? Get these hands. Say that. Let's have an orgy of violence. Wow." So that brought us to our main event. Finn Balor versus Bob Roode versus Kevin Owens versus Braun Strowman. And it
1: was a fun match, match. man. This was actually a really fun match.
3: Kevin Owens hit that frog splash
1: off the top of the ladder. That was magnificent. On to Braun, putting him through the announce table. Oh, so magnificent. And you know what? It was such a great way to take Braun at like... Because remember, remember when we were complaining back at the Royal Rumble years ago when Roman got taken out of the oh, Royal yeah, Rumble? yeah, And then yeah. he like, didn't he go backstage and take him Yeah, they put him on from, a stretcher. Yeah, that's right. But you didn't really see anything that was over-the-top violent. No, Rusev just put him through a table. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was kind of it. Why not just have him stay out there? I know. You know, have yeah. him stay out there. Because, oh, again, another, like, Kevin Owens should be top guy, dude. When Braun started to wake up towards oh, yeah, the finish yeah, yeah. of the that match. Oh, yeah, was great. And the TV direction was really good because they filmed it just like a flipping horror movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Kevin Owens starts freaking out mm-hmm. at Braun Strowman coming to because mm-hmm. Kevin figures he should have had this match in the bag by yep. now. Um, but, man, so much good stuff.
3: Um, There's a stretch in this match where uh, Finn hits his coup de grace mm-hmm. on Braun on the verge of winning again. Yeah. Um, man, how huge would it be for Finn... To be, actually beat Braun at some point, yeah, it'd be huge. He's been on the verge of it twice. Braun ate three finishers though and kicked
1: out, so I'm not sure that's going to happen yeah, anytime not. soon. And in fact, when I say Kevin Owens is like this, I don't. You never sleep on Braun, no. Like they could, Vince could easily wake up Sunday morning and say Braun wins the Money in the Bank and challenges Braun. Well,
3: here's the thing: it's it's if if Vince ever gets off the Roman is top guy thing, mm-hmm. if he ever gets off that mm-hmm. and says okay, a Summer Slam or whatever. We're going to have someone else beat Brock. Yeah. If he makes that change in his own mind, then, yeah, it's entirely possible that Braun could pick up the win at, at Money in the Bank. Entirely it's just, possible.
1: It's just, will he make that change between but now and Sunday? You
3: have but you have Braun, but then you also have Seth. And we've yeah. heard that Seth might be the guy at SummerSlam to take on Brock. We've yeah. also heard it's going to be Roman. That's until I hear otherwise or see otherwise.
1: But Braun kicking out of three finishers? Oh, it's massive. That, I mean, that, man, the math on that is kind of crazy.
3: Yeah. So he kicked out, well, he didn't kick out of the coup de grace. Bob Rude broke up that pin. Bob Roode hit him with a glorious DDT. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens broke up that pin. Mm-hmm. Then Owens hit a frog splash. Mm-hmm. Braun kicked out. Yeah, <sighs> I know. So yeah, it's not like bang, 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 but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean and the they, idea is, and the commentary sold it is that he yeah, kicked they out did. of three finishers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they did. Um, so, in the know. end, though, Braun power slams Owens onto a ladder. Onto the ladder, yeah, and picks up the win. Yeah, fun match. Yeah, no, it
1: was it was a lot of fun. We have um, a couple packages here. Yeah. Oh, one thing, one thing you didn't mention here uh, that mm. I meant to bring up was that they also uh, uh, had a little segment talking about Brock and his... Uh, oh,
3: yeah, breaking CM Punk's record for didn't, longest. Didn't,
1: didn't note CM Punk by name, but they did no. say, you know, he said, the long in 30 years, the longest reign for either the, w, the WWE or Universal title. And Paul Heyman said there's much more to come over the next 12 months. Oh, dear. So, hopefully
3: in the UFC octagon.
1: Yes, hopefully it's not on WWE TV. Yep. Mail time. This one is from Jacob Font. Here, you open the package. Okay. This one's from Draft House Games. Oh, cool. And this is a letter from Jacob Fonts. Although it's so like proper, it looks like it's a bill.
3: It does look like a bill, right? so I thought it was at first. And it's
1: first class, pre-sorted. What kind of job does he have where he can send us official mail like that? I don't know. Maybe it is a bill. Is he sending us a bill? It's like a cease and desist or
3: something. (laughs) (laughs) It's a credit card offer from (laughs) check of fonts. Would you like to refinance your home? Yeah. Um,
1: Oh, he actually says, please read off the air. Oh, okay. So... He's sending us uh, a letter that's not meant for you. It's yeah. meant for us.
3: This is from Draft House Games. Ooh, what's that? I think it's a new Whoa! Superstar Showdown.
1: Nice. Look at that. Thank you very much. Those little uh, little, little little pewter pieces there, yeah, or
3: plastic? Ooh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> our plastic. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Is it like? Is it trivia?
3: I don't know. Mm-hmm some sort of board game, though. Maybe we should do a live stream of us playing that. There you go. Bring Luchando here. Yeah, man. Adam Mayhem. Yeah. How many players is it? Probably four. Up
1: to six. Oh, wow. But it's also ages eight and up, so I'm not sure Luchando or Adam Mayhem would qualify for this. Let's
3: answer some questions. Let's answer some questions. Let's answer some questions. Oops. Uh, Oh, here it is. Rock you Oh, come back. There we go. Rock. where I put him? It. Oh, there they are. Uh, Tokyo Dome. Hayes, who retires the Rock at a retirement match at next year's WrestleMania. Oh, he's not fighting again. No, he's not. He he's already not more or less retired.
1: Again. Yeah,
3: but for the sake of this question, let's answer it. Uh, who should retire the Rock? Rory Grace says Ricochet. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. I kind
1: of feel like if it's going to be next year, it's got to be somebody much higher yeah yeah than yeah 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 yeah. Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's like Seth. It's got to be like a Seth Rollins mm-hmm. or like an AJ Styles or something. Mm-hmm.
3: Sort of an heir. Triple
1: parent.
3: H. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Uh, bronze grappling hook. Since CM Punk said he would show up in a mask at a wrestling event, where, what are the chances CM Punk is Luchando? Oh, zero. 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 Are you kidding me? Zero. No. Way. no. Not even. Close. <laughs> Liam Wagner. He's bald. Did he lose a hair versus Twitter opinions match?
1: (laughs) Yeah, why did they do this in a feud? He was going to shave his head, do it in a feud, man. What a
3: great wrestling tradition, hair versus hair, hair versus mask.
1: I know. uh, Things are.
3: Uh, Let's see here. Mr. Sinister, do you guys believe there will ever be a tag team, money in the bank, elimination chamber, or any other special match that hasn't been a tag team? And, and,
1: I mean, if they were close to doing it this year, it's conceivable they're going to do yeah. it in the next couple of years. Yeah. Mike Lawless, oh, i sorry. Power rank the top five roster members, including tag teams, to join the deleters of war. Let's say they're going to make them into a faction.
3: Well, I guess B team has to be top. B on that team, list. man. Absolutely. Brother Nero.
1: Brother Nero. Uh,
3: any former Wyatt family members? Sanity. No. Nah. Yeah, man. Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, there you go. You're just dropping stuff all over the place over there, aren't you?
1: I'm just kind of curious to see if there's a trivia aspect to this.
3: Oh, all right. Um, Next. Uh, Embryonic reflection. Who else needs to go bald?
1: I'm not sure about bald, but Shinsuke might look cool with like a mohawk.
3: That's kind of what he's got. It's just long. Yeah,
1: like a shorter one.
3: Ah oh, man, his hair looks great. It does look great. It's great hair. He's got just, great hair.
1: Well then, by all means, go ahead and throw out a bald. <laughs>
3: Eric a, Young shaved all his hair off, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Roman Reigns.
3: Yeah. Dean Ambrose.
1: <laughs> he's balding. So
3: yeah, no you're right cuz yeah. he's balding. He's yeah. big time balding. If he turns heel and does a lunatic thing, he can like shave off just one of his eyebrows too. <laughs> oh, that'd be great if he did like like just sort of yeah, it's all messy and, yeah, and shaved off one of his eyebrows. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, oh GT racer 88 power rank uh, Five of the most shocking Hairstyle changes in wrestling Well Undertaker's number one uh,
3: Yeah, I mean there was like a, a stinger <laughs> Associated with that Stash. Triple H when he came out with no hair the first time That was pretty shocking Look a little plastic Roman here Didn't <laughs>
1: um, Who else Yeah what other shocking hair changes Have there been Oh, <laughs> and Eric Bischoff got it. McMahon, McMahon had like the worst bald head ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a terrible yeah. bald head.
3: Yeah. Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt Angle, yeah. 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 Uh, Jacob Omega. Hey, friend, those I work at Best Buy, I've seen a lot of customers come in wearing wrestling shirts, and I always like to give them a nice 2 sweet. Wrestling is such a cool community where I can connect with somebody with a simple hand gesture. My question is, power of rank five ridiculous things I could do to let someone know I'm a fellow wrestling fan. Have fun with this one, thanks guys. Cross shop. Yep, cross shop. Of course. Yeah.
1: You point at them and then go.
3: But what do you say? Suck it or no?
1: <laughs> no. All right. No. No. You just do the Drew McIntyre thing. You point at somebody menacingly and go. Or you do. But the, it's more on his hips. It was like on his hips. Do the Xbox. Do course. the Xbox thing. Or the you bounce around. Yeah. Like. Um.
3: Oh. What else? There's a too sweet, of course. Mm-hmm. What other uh, wrestling-themed salutations can you think of? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like this is somebody. Yeah. And then you do this and transition to.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know what you should do? You go up to somebody if they're wearing a wrestling shirt and go like this.
3: There you go. And then like, or if, or, or if, if they're someone who's not wearing a wrestling shirt, just do yeah. this.
1: There. Oh. Let me go up to somebody like this. <laughs> people, have, poor people in audio, they're like, "What are these? What are they doing?" Uh, Zach Sigmund here. I got to read this because he hasn't had a question answered. Oh, however, um, this isn't a question. All right, <laughs> he just doesn't like Okada. What he says after watching the last five big Okada matches. The four with Omega and the one with Naito. I've noticed that Okada isn't really that spectacular in the ring. Not saying he's bad, just not as spectacular as most people hype him up to be. If he's not your thing, that's totally fine. However, I
3: wholeheartedly disagree with I mean, that. Look at the shirt I'm wearing. He's the rainmaker. He's spectacular. He's the rainmaker. The thing Zach is, is is he does everything really well. Yeah. But he's he's not like a huge spot guy. Yeah, he's just a real. He's an excellent in ring storyteller. Maybe
1: Zach is just a fan of people falling off ladders or something. He's like, you know, I didn't. He's like, hey, look, I didn't see a swanton bomb from the top of the ladder. He's not. He's not that great. All right. <laughs> oh, you know? I don't know. I don't know. I
3: really thought Okada was taking it to another level with his last match with Omega. Just the oh, the hubris he was exhibiting. Oh man. Like his facial expressions were amped up a bit. Yeah, dude. It's like I don't know. He's like the.
1: He's like just an amazing, maybe some people like, you know, it's like, it's like when you're a kid, you know, you you read Shakespeare, you're like, what's this garbage? Oh, I know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But then you grow up and you're like, I still don't get it, but I know it's amazing. Yeah. So much of what Okada does is very subtle. Yeah, I know. I know. And honestly, it's like the stories, Mm -hmm. the story that he can tell in the Mm -hmm. ring. Mm -hmm. Oh man. So good. So anyways, but it is not for Zach, Zach Sigmund. yeah, you're welcome to your opinion, man.
3: Good for you. Um, how to lose at video games. If Jinder took the title off Brock, would it be the ultimate face turn? I mean, man, everybody would love oh. him. Oh. Everybody would love oh, him. Oh, my. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. Everybody would love him. Oh, people would nut. Wow, this is a great question. The glorious Steve Klein, Who plays the best air guitar? Tanahashi, La Parca, Kyle O'Reilly, or Hollywood Hogan? I'm going to give it to Tanahashi, and here's why: he doesn't need a belt to do it on. I can't. I can't stand. Everybody it. else needs the belt.
1: If Tanahashi, I guess not parka If Tanahashi wasn't such an, I know, wasn't such an amazing wrestler. I, I don't like anything about his gimmick. Okay, I'll, I'll sorry. His ring gear looks great. No, his packaging yeah. is immaculate. Maybe top three packaging of all time. Mm-hmm. He looks. Like a flippin' action figure. Mm-hmm. His hair is a work of art. Yeah. His outfit is amazing. I cannot... He is... It's the... He's like... But all the other stuff, like love and energy, I don't like that. Mm-mm. Don't like that. Air guitaring... Oh.
3: I like that he's so committed that he'll take it off and throw it so in the audience. I don't I don't like any of that. I think that. it's a good way to connect with the, with the fans. Wow.
1: It's not a connection I want. Kyle O'Reilly, on the other hand, he's...
3: Kyle O'Reilly is feeling it. Kyle O'Reilly doesn't know how to strum, though. That almost makes it better. But I feel like he, ne- he, like both him and Hogan need a belt to do it on. Yeah. Whereas Tanahashi can do it regardless. Who's the other one? La Parca. I kind of vaguely remember La Parca doing it.
1: I watched a video the day of Tank Abbott beating the legit crap out of La Oh, La yeah, Parca. what was the deal with uh, that? Apparently, okay, so from what I read in the comments, I read this in the comments, don't know it's true, Leparco was a big old jerk backstage. Oh. So apparently he was kind of a, a legit, like, he, you know, apparently we're supposed to be on Tank Abbott's side. Because, <laughs> man, he beat the crap out of him. Wow. Didn't, didn't somebody produce a knife on somebody in, like, WCW? Probably. WCW knife. And I'm talking about Sid and Aaron. No, I know. Knife incident. Was it Tank Abbott?
3: Oh, here we go. Uh, Samuel L. Bronkowitz. What was the real reason the bell was rung when Nia tapped out at the end of the segment? Um, his guest Vince got hard at gorilla <laughs> that's why they were just trying to emulate oh yeah it was it was Tank Abbott. Tank
1: Abbott pulls a knife I, I think thing they were just out. trying to
3: emulate the idea of 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 like an air of legitimacy like oh wow and I just tapped out ding 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 yeah it's like the response people's had that Ronda Rousey won that bit Blake Whitehouse, the whole Lashley Zane feud started because Lashley gave Zane a stalling suplex power rank feud that started over the dumbest reasons. Well, not only gave him a stalling suplex, gave him vertigo because of it.
1: I mean, there's a lot of. There's a lot of. I mean, I, I, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think, like. Um. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I, there's like a million of them. Yeah, so I'm I know. like trying to just pick one. I know. You know feuds often start in just the stupidest ways,
3: or utterly ridiculous. One thing yeah. that popped in my head is the whole uh, Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio thing about custody of a of a of a kid. Mm-hmm. That's a ridiculous reason to have a feud.
1: Yeah, I mean that was that was definitely convoluted. But everybody gave it their all in that feud.
3: Oh no, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, just the the reason the feud began to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's like you're really going to settle this complex legal matter in the <laughs> ring. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I know. It just strange. It strains credibility. Is my point. I understand it's professional wrestling. You got to suspend your disbelief. At The same time, you're going to tell me that you're going to put a, 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 some paperwork at the top of uh, uh, someone get off a ladder. Yeah. Is that binding it, legally binding in any way? Doesn't oh, have no. to, a judge have to oversee it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you're like, I can't get past that.
1: I have a little bit of experience in that kind of stuff, and I can, I can firmly tell you that at no point is it legally binding to put custody papers above a ladder. Um, yeah, so this Big Al thing. This is something that you and I really need to like, do a little reaction to for our patrons. Um, what, the knife thing? Yeah. Uh, if you watch a few minutes earlier in the match, Big Al does a spot where he stands on Tank's face. And it seemed like Tank got pissed and just spent the next two minutes beating the crap out of him for real. Punch after, let's see, that punch after Tank pushes him off his face. Uh, not sure if this is the, so this is just on Reddit. Not sure if this is the truth, but this is a story I've always heard. Tank is told he's going to be in a hardcore match. He asks if that means he can use weapons. Thinking he means wrestling weapons like chairs and kendo sticks, the people in charge tells him, yes, he brings a knife to the ring.
3: Oh, my God. Then they fired him. Wow. I'll we'll have to watch that. Yeah. What show is that
1: on? Is that an episode of Nitro? Uh, WCW 2000 of some sort. Or I'll, I'll figure it out.
3: All right. Uh, don't call me a lawler. Assuming we get Roman going over Brock at SummerSlam, what do you think of the authors of Pain coming out after to destroy Roman, follow, followed by heel-turning Finn Balor, strutting down to the ring? <laughs> To cash in his Money in the Bank briefcase <laughs> Excuse me, that'd be good, but it's not gonna happen Because Finn Balor's not winning Money in the Bank
1: Yeah, I don't think, yeah, he had his moment Like last week Yep. Um, Jürgen Records, CEO Johnson & Johnson's uh, his, He hasn't had a He's a new Patreon, so oh. welcome Welcome, welcome Jürgen Juergen welcome. Uh, Powering top five ways Or just give us a way that Drew McIntyre <coughs> Can get that most needed and surprise Push, take the strap off Brock somehow
3: Oh, I mean, that should be the easiest one. He, he, I don't know if they could do it in time for SummerSlam, but it's right there.
1: It'd be, it'd be Brock would. Here's the thing. Let let Brock keep the belt for another year. Yeah. And people will be so anxious for anybody to take that title off him, And then over the next year, build up Drew and Dolph. And then have that become split. Have that become like the, the form, like the, the most upper mid card feud there is Mm -hmm. with that split. Yeah. And then,
3: uh, that's going to launch Drew into the stratosphere. Mm Mm-hmm walk in that ring against Brock and be the most beloved man in all of wrestling once he takes that title off him.
1: Leon Crick wants to know again another first time question is Roman starting to get a better reception from the fans it might just be he, he doesn't seem to get booed as much lately what was his reaction did you was I your mean it's mixed still it
3: wasn't that loud but it seemed like there was maybe people like if he's just not pushing the main event they're like alright fine we're not gonna boo
1: him. yeah I think, that's, I think that's probably the case when he's not when he's because like regardless of what his reaction is It's not nearly what it is for, like, Seth Rollins, for Braun Strowman, Finn Balor. Not even close. Even Bobby Roode, when he does the glorious thing, everybody says glorious. Yep. When Roman does his ooh, they go boo. I know. They're not saying boo earns, man. They're saying boo.
3: Would you like to play some play-per-view? Yeah. Let's do a WCW show. Let's Okay. I'm going to do that. Let's see here.
1: Tank Abbott, Big Al. I don't know. That might have been a Nitro, though. Or, yeah, Nitro. It seems like
3: it probably was a Nitro. Big Al. We'll find out. Uh, let's see here. This is pay per view. Oh, okay. What pay per view is that? All right. You get frol- f- Fall Brawl 96. Oh, it's War Games, too. Oh. War Games? War Games? Tank. Abbott. And I have big, eight matches.
1: Ah, God damn it. Big Al pay per views. Might take a moment. Uh, duh, 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 duh. Oh, Here we go.
3: Let's see here. Uh, oh, maybe it sold out. Sold out. 2000. 2000. That's the show where Tank Abbott was supposed to win the title initially. Well, instead he won unemployment. How many matches do you have? I don't know. Let's
1: see. Results. I've got 12 matches. Wow, I only have eight. How many do you have? Eight. This isn't even the right one, but whatever. I'll take the first four off then. All right. All right, here we go. I'll start. Fatal four-way for the WCW Hardcore Championship. Uh, The champion, Brian Nobbs. Had to take on Fit Finley, all right, Norman Smiley, and Ming the Merciless.
3: Norman Smiley, no Brian Nobbs retained. No darn. Uh, First singles match between Chavo Guerrero Jr. and it's me, it's me, it's DDP. What
1: what one is this? What is this? Fall Brawl '96. Fall Brawl '96. Correct. DDP versus Chavo. DDP. Yeah, they're pushing him big back then. But A bunkhouse brawl match mm. These are all like Gimmicks Gimmicks dude These are all gimmicks uh, Perry Saturn Yeah Versus Billy Kidman mm. This is the year
3: 2000 Billy out. Kidman
1: Yes I pushed him hard then
3: Yep uh, Next A submission match Between Scott and Norton And Ice Train I'll say Norton won No What is an Ice Train I
1: don't know I don't, I don't know who Ice Train is. In a singles match, uh, Stevie Ray versus Booker T. Booker T. Uh,
3: yeah, but it was by DQ, so something tells me Stevie oh, Ray's it's a, a win. Uh, a singles match for the AAA heavyweight champion, Chip, the challenger, Juventud Guerrera, versus the champion, Conan. For the
1: AAA title? Really? Yeah. That's cool. No Jeff Jarrett involved. Um... It was Juventude versus Conan. I'll say Conan. Yeah. He was big time. Uh, singles match. Tank Abbott
3: versus Jerry Flynn. Oh, Tank Abbott. Yeah. Uh, no knife involved. Uh, next, a singles match between Chris Jericho and Chris Benoit.
1: What year was it? 96. hmm Benoit. Yep. Last man standing match. DDP versus Buff Bagwell. Oh, it's got to be DDP. No, I'm sorry.
3: Really? It is Buff Bagwell. They're pushing him hard back Don't know why. (laughs) Uh, Singles match for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. The challenger, Super Calo, taking on the champion, Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. Caged Heat match. I don't know what that means. Well, there's a movie called Caged Heat. Did that have anything to do with this? I don't know. Name the participants. It's It's a woman in prison match. Caged Heat. Billy Kidman and and the Wall. Guess not then. Wait, those are the participants. Billy Kidman versus the Wall, but the Wall had Shane Douglas with him. Didn't Billy Kidman already have a match? Yes. Billy Kidman. Uh, No, the Wall was Shane. Well, he had Shane Douglas in match. Yeah, guess I should have come on now. Put that together. (laughs) Uh, Hard back then. Next, a match for the WCW World Tag Team Championships. The uh, challengers, the Nasty Boys, taking on the champions, Harlem Heat. Uh, I'll say, wait, who came in as champions? Harlem Heat.
1: Versus the Nasty Boys. I'll say the Nasty Boys. Nope. No, wow. Should have gone with. Hardcore match. Terry Funk. Versus Kevin Nash. I guess Kevin Nash. Yeah, yeah Kevin Nash. They're pushing him hard back then. Yeah.
3: Uh, a singles match. Uh, Randy Savage versus the Giant. Oh yeah. Oh singles match ninety-six.
1: They were pushing big show pretty hard. I'll say the giant one. Oh yeah. Finally, singles match for the vacant WC freaking WCW. Of course it's vacant. WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Arn Anderson as special guest referee. All right. Chris Benoit versus Sid Vicious. Let's go with Benoit. Yeah, Benoit.
3: Because then he left.
1: <laughs> they put the title on him, and then he left.
3: That's funny. Uh, main event in a war games. War games? Match. You have the NWO, Hogan, Hall, Nash, and NWO Sting. Yeah. Taking on Team WCW, which was Luger, no, Flair, NWO. Arn, NWO. and Sting. NWO. Yeah. yeah, I know. They were pushing the
1: crap out of the NWO in 1996. I got six. Good job. Nice. Anyways, that's it for show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hilton, can you Please hit the music. Come on. You know, when I say thanks, everybody, you're supposed to know just to hit the dang music. Can we get? Okay, there we go. Thank you, Milton. Anyways, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.
0: You can host the best backyard barbecue. You find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around.